The journey we're taking is the journey within you. Everybody has their own story and their own journey to share. Every journey conceals another journey within its lines, the past not taken and the forgotten angle. Listen to the stories from others sharing their triumphs and struggles that led them to where they are today. Welcome to the journey within you. And today I want to welcome a sweet lady I've met through Facebook. I'm going to bring her on in. There she is. Hi, Elizabeth. Um, I met Elizabeth through Facebook and I reached out to her because I saw a post that just spoke to me because I understand uh, some of the parts of where she came from. And I thought it would be very important for her to share her story because so many women and possibly men are out there in situations that they don't feel like they can get out of. They feel stuck. They feel like if they leave, they're in, you know, in danger. And so Elizabeth, I want you to kind of just take us back and tell us a little bit about you, you know, your childhood and growing up a little bit about who you are, and then take us into the part of where I know the story that needs to be told. Okay. Um, well, hi, I'm Elizabeth. Um, I grew up with a mom and two sisters. Um, I'm the baby, but um, my father passed away whenever I was two and my sisters and I all are like within seven years of each other. So we were all very young. So my mom decided to make the decision to never date and she put us first. So as far as men go, I have never had a good relationship with any kind of man. I have uncles and granddads and stuff, but all live far away, see them maybe twice a year. And um, I've never just really had a true like father figure. So um, my sisters, uh, all of us did not date till we got older. And um, my oldest sister, I remember her first boyfriend, like we all clung to him hard because I mean, yeah. he was like a big brother to me. So when they broke up, that was really hard. Mm-hmm. And as time went on, if my sisters got in more relationships, it, I tried to not get so attached. Mm-hmm. And um, so then I personally did not date. Of course, in high school, you, um, you have little boyfriends and stuff, but they don't yeah. last for a month or two. So <laughs> I've never had like a true boyfriend. And I have the mm-hmm. two worst moms you could ever. Uh, one uh-huh. of them, my date and I argued the whole time. And then the other one, the guy ended it with me two weeks before prom. So mm-hmm. not a good experience. <laughs> not a good experience. No. So um, then uh, finally I hit college and my mom growing up, we're, very religious. I mean, church every Sunday, Wednesday, dresses down to your um, knees and all that. But um, anyway, she, uh, I hit college and I can't lie, I wanted to experience it. And mm-hmm. so I went kind of crazy. I started drinking. We've never been drinkers either, especially since in our family line, like we have a lot of um, alcohol addictions and stuff. So we try to stay away from that. Well, um, I started drinking, kind of getting wild, and I put on a good bit of weight. And um, uh, I felt personally, I wouldn't say like I did just terrible things, but I didn't respect myself, my body, what I put in it, who I talked to. I I had no respect. And so finally, um, about um, 2020, after during the whole COVID thing, I made the, the choice that I was going to start going to the gym and I was not going to date anymore. I was, I was done entertaining anybody. So from 2020 to 2022, I not only lost like 80 pounds, I started bodybuilding and started doing competitions. Yeah. So men was just not a priority for me. There was, of course, like there's still occasional dates here and there, but nothing serious. And um, I kind of got, I made a friend through the gym and kind of got a little bit attached to him. That was hard, but um, it was a situation where there was no hope in the end. So I had to just give it up and we cut it cold. But um, I had just finished my first NPC competition and in 
2022 of um, June, and I was at the gym one day, and uh, there was a new face. It was in July, and um, yeah, this guy kept looking at me, and I kept looking at him, and I was like, man, he's so cute. So I purposely kind of walked towards where he was at and started working out, and then I left it alone. Sure enough, he came and started speaking to me, and um, within that day, he went ahead and asked me for my number. We started texting and that's the guy. So um, mm-hmm. we had some complications in the beginning and they were red flags, but I chose to ignore them because the way yeah. he would do it. And I wonder why we do that. Yeah. Why do we, why do we ignore those red flags? I mean, uh, it's like we're yeah. desperate. and that's that's exactly what it is when I look back I was just so Mm -hmm. desperate to have somebody make me feel that way Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. I I mean he enjoyed the hobby that I enjoyed he loved the gym um he was he was very charming I mean that's usually Mm -hmm. how narcissists are and he made me just feel so good all the time Mm -hmm. like body-wise beautiful all this especially coming from a heavier weight even if I am to everyone else lean or cut or whatever all the time, to me, I still look in the mirror and see the other girl. Yeah. So he just made me feel wow. But um, we hung out a few times, um, just sat around and talked. And I came home the very first time we hung out and my mom asked me um, how to go. And my mom and I've gotten really close and I typically tell her everything, but Mm -hmm. um, I was like, you know, mom, he talked about himself the whole time. I was like, Mm -hmm. I'm not saying it had to be about me, but I was like, he's very conceited. And I was like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. And, you know, she was like, well, sometimes kind of gym people are. And I was like, yeah, you're right. But, um, we ended up going on another date and, um, this time I was just like, every time I looked at him, I just was so unsure. And we, he drove a Jeep. So this was the very first big red flag I ignored. And whenever I tell this story, people are like, what? But it was raining and I already am pretty girly. So I had my hair down and we were in the um, Jeep and tops off. So I'm already frustrated. I'm like, Oh, yeah. I look a mess. Yeah. And <laughs> Um, I'm telling him that I get very bad anxiety whenever I'm in the car in the rain. My dad died in the car crash. Um, mm. and so mm. I was like, yes, I was too young to remember, but I don't know if that's why I get nervous. But like, I have a best friend. We've been best friends for seven or eight years. We live together. And she even knows like when we go on trips and it's raining, she's going to drive because I, I just get bad anxiety. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm telling him about that because he's driving fast. And I tell him that my dad died and, and, you know, from it raining and all that. So he decides to speed the car up and do a 360 donut in the middle of the road. I started screeching. Like I was like, so we were not even like a mile from my house. So I was like, let me out. I'm walking home. And he's like, no, you're not. So he took me home and I just went in and cried and cried. Mm-hmm. And then my best friend had just gotten home. She's like, what's wrong? She's like, why is there a guy out there in our garage? And so I was like, so I went out there and I was like, what are you still doing here? And he was like, I felt like I needed to at least apologize and make sure you're okay. Cause I'm sure you never want to speak to me again. Mm-hmm. So I was like, hey, ask why like what were you thinking he was like I wanted you to face your fears oh okay I was like I just met you and you don't know what like I was like that's crazy Mm. so instead of me being smart I let him stay and we still hung out and talked and I told my friend I'm fine so um we hung out more that night well then at this point it's getting closer to my competition so I leave for a little bit, but I still talk to him every day. He's already like, he has a son. He's already letting me talk to him on the phone and stuff. And that was kind of like, oh gosh. Yeah. Yeah. But um, so then I come home from my competition and he is all about me at first, but um, then oh, did it come off? Did it go off? Sorry. I should have yeah. muted my phone. <laughs> um, so I come home from my competition and um, I did really well at this one. So I had a bunch of attention as far as my community goes and like it, he didn't like it. 
And so he was like, we ended up talking and he was like, um, I'm really proud of you and everything and all that. But then he ended up telling me, he was like, I'm just not ready for this. And I was like, Mm -hmm. what changed? And he was like, I just am not ready. He started telling me about his previous relationship. Now his story backtracked all the time, which later on I found out a bunch of lies, but he told me they ended it in January ish. Mm -hmm. Later on at the very end, I found out they ended it two weeks before he met me. So Mm -hmm. he jumped from woman to woman to woman. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, I wanted to be persistent and I was like, um, I called him and was like, can we just talk? Like, I just don't understand. So Mm -hmm. we talked and, um, then he was like, well, after like we talked for a little bit, he was like, I guess we can try this again. So I don't know what like switched, but we ended up seeing each other every single day and, Within three weeks of us seeing each other every single day, I met his family. He asked me to be his girlfriend. Like, it all went so fast, but I didn't realize it. Mm -hmm. And within two months, I still kept my apartment, but I moved in with him. Mm -hmm. And I, but the, the hardest part was everybody that knows me knew I've been working so hard on myself. So social media, I've learned, is... I don't even know the word for it, but yeah. it's not, not what it's all worked up to be. Yeah. So I post pictures of us and we look so happy and I was happy. Mm-hmm. And all these people were commenting, like, I still have the posts up, which I eventually know I need to take down, but it's going to take yeah. time. Yeah. But everyone's like, you deserve this. You deserve this. You're so happy. Mm-hmm. And that's all mm-hmm. I just kept thinking about. And mm-hmm. so um, I was just, I don't know, enjoying enjoying all the all the things yeah I was getting to experience things that most girls experience younger but I didn't so like we went to the fair and he wanted me stuffed animals and all that and I was like yeah like a child yeah so um then time went on and I would notice little things that were weird like um him and his um the mother of his child they didn't have the best relationship but um I don't know. He would always try to get me to talk about her, but I didn't want to. Like I was like, I don't want to put her down. Like I don't know her. And I personally, I think she's a very pretty girl. Yeah. 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 So, and so he would tell me these things that she'd say about me, but I'd be like, okay, like that's fine. And, um, so as he's also getting to know me while we're already dating, he's asking me about my past. And that was a frequent question to always ask about who I've been with, who I've dated, who I've talked to. Mm-hmm. What does that matter? And yeah. I told him everything thinking like honesty, but I didn't realize that what he was doing was he was finding weaknesses and finding things about me to eventually hold against me. Oh, so um, I, never been the top to go through someone's phone or any of that. I have a lot of trust. And my problem is I'll trust you until you break it. And then I'll probably end up forgetting you and trusting you again. Like, yeah, yeah. It's so bad. Um, yeah. But he, I, he had, he was a former military guy. So he um, had a, he claimed to have PTSD and stuff. And, you know, at first, I believed him, which maybe he does. I don't know. I wasn't there. Right. But his thing was ambulance sirens is what he'd tell me. But I work at the hospital in the ER. And when he'd come see me, ambulances would pull up with their sirens and there was nothing. So mm-hmm. he ch- picked and like chose whenever he wanted to use that. Yeah. Yeah. So um, so anyway, I was going somewhere with that. But um, um, oh, so he didn't have to work because he was a disabled vet. Okay. Well, okay. So because of not working, it was up my butt all the time. And uh but I loved it. Like I was like Yeah, oh. you thought it was great. You were yeah. You, you had it me. full time. Yes. <laughs> come visit me at work. He'd stay mm-hmm. with me all the time or I'd stay with him. He even I in my head I thought this was so cute. He would take me to work, drop me off and come back and get me. I was like, that is so cute. Control. Later on, I learned it was to keep an eye on me <laughs> all the yeah. time. Yes. yes. So, like, I couldn't, I, I work in an ER, it's busy. But if I, there was one night I didn't answer my phone for seven minutes. 
And he told me that I was cheating on him. And I was like, is that even possible? And he was like, he was like, I know that you were in that parking lot with somebody or you're with one of the doctors in a doctor's lounge. I'm like, that's not how it works. Like this isn't Grey's Anatomy. So, Mm. um, and we're a level two trauma center center. We're very busy all the time. It's very busy. Yes. And we just got a helipad. So we get flights in and out and we get more traumas. So, um, anyway, so then he, uh, would accuse me of that kind of stuff. He was just, it was just little things he kept. So, oh, I, I know where I was going with this. So he decided he wanted to work again. So I'm like, okay. So, um, I helped him get his job back at this last place that he worked at that he loved, but he got in an argument with the, um, owner and I knew the owner. So I was like, let me talk to him. So. Uh, my mom and him are friends. So I was like, mom, Dustin really wants this job. And I was like, so we reached out to him, got his number. He reached out to him as well, apologized and got the job back. So things were great. Well, he was at work and um, the I was working on homework at home and he got home and um, I was like, hey, and I was so tired because I'd been taking a test all day. Mm-hmm. And I was like, um, one second and I was like and I'll come over there so I'm finishing up what I was doing I finished and I was so relieved yeah he mad at me and was like so this is how you're gonna treat me when I get home from a hard days of work and mm-hmm. I was like what so he wanted that old-fashioned like yeah dubby which like, I mean, <laughs> yeah. and like normally I would have been fine with that but I was I'm, I mean I, my future matters to me too my career matters to me so um, I was just like, okay. So after that, every time he come home, I was, I know I was extra. Like I was just trying to make him happy. And so he went out of town for work and he was gone for a few days. I called him every second and made sure I, like he would want me to take, um, send him pictures. It's like what I was doing and stuff, but they had to be the live photos too. So that was fine in my head. I was like, okay. So I always send him little selfies or what I was doing. I even would, went and stayed with his mom and dad one night because I hated being at the house alone. Mm-hmm. And that still wasn't enough. I still was cheating. And I was like, why would I mess up a relationship I worked for? Like I yeah. wanted this. So he um, came home from work and like, something just didn't sit right with me and I I couldn't explain it. So again, I'd never been through anyone's phone, but I knew he had looked at mine. So I picked his up and I typed in the ex wife's name and I saw messages I didn't want to see. So I woke him up and was like, what is this? And he, you know, apologetic, crying, all that kind of stuff. Explaining himself. Yeah. So it's not like that. I promise. Put it all on her. But the way he did it, it made it seem real. So I was like, okay, I'm crazy. Mm-hmm. So after that, that's when that was November. That's when things started getting more and more twisted. Mm-hmm. And he started going through my phone every day. He thought I was sleeping and I would open my eyes and I knew he was going through my phone. He was digging so hard, but I knew I didn't have anything. Nothing. <laughs> So I was like, okay, keep looking. And um, then um, one time we're in the rain and his, um, he was like, one, two, three, go. So we started running. His friend said, stop. So I stutter stepped because when someone screams, stop, you're going to stop. We got in the car and he was like, sir, are you messing with my friend? I was like, what? And he's like, why would you listen to his voice over mine? I'm like, when someone says stop, like, what if I was about to step on a snake or something? And it it was like, but that's what I mean. When I look back, the arguments we had were stupid. Yeah. Like, ridiculous. Yeah. And so um, December hit my favorite month of the year. I I love Mm -hmm. October, too. But December, that's my birthday. It's Christmas. Uh It's a lot. Yeah. So I had talked about, he was making it so grand. He was like, I'm going to give you the best birthday ever, blah, blah, blah. And so anyway, December comes around and we have the most issues we've ever had. He started getting more and more controlling. Um, 
and we go out of town for my birthday and I think he knew that I had just been upset like from all the yeah. arguing and all this so he he was good at love bombing me with gifts mm-hmm. so I mentioned to him before I'd never owned any real jewelry like never had anyone buy me jewelry like that so for my birthday he bought me this beautiful necklace that was real gold and it had my birthstone in it mm-hmm. and it had matching earrings and at first I was so scared because like he was so quick with everything when yeah. he pulled the box out I thought it was a ring and I was like oh, oh no. no oh no because <laughs> I wouldn't put it past him he yeah. talked about marriage and moving he wanted us to move to Florida so bad and mm-hmm. was like looking at apartments um mm-hmm. But I was like, what would you do about your kid, though? Like, you know, he's like, oh, he'll yeah. come visit in the summer. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. But um, so anyway, I had that necklace. So we go out of town, and I thought things were just going so good. And so he was like, are you working on your actual birthday? And I was like, yeah, because I took this weekend off to spend with you. And he was like, so who's at work that you want to see on your birthday? I'm like, no one. I said, my sister, she's a travel nurse. I was like, they were going to throw me a party because I have to work. But yeah, he was like, um, no, there's someone there. What's his name? Just tell me. And I was like, so we started going back and forth. And finally, I was like, I'll just call out. I'll call out. And I had already called out the week prior because we argued so bad. And I'm not a call. I do not call out. So everybody yeah. was like, what is wrong with you? Yeah, And I'm really big on like makeup and hair done and all that. I was showing up to work with none of that. Like I was just looked drained because I was, I was mentally exhausted. Mm-hmm. I lost like 10 pounds in December from stress. And mm-hmm. uh, we, there was so many days Dustin and I didn't eat. Like we just argued all day. Mm-hmm. So um, we, uh, I call out of work. I decided to do it. So he's like, you should want to spend your actual birthday with me. So I'm like, okay. So he goes to he goes to work that day, and I babysit his kid because his kid was out for spring break. So I take his kid to school, and um, or I mean, not spring break. His kid was about to be out for Christmas break. We have one more or two more days of school. So I took him to school. I picked him up from school. I was playing mommy. Mm-hmm. So it was fun, and um, it was giving me time with his son to build a relationship. So I was getting more and more attached to his son as well. And I was able to like plan his whole Christmas and all this. So I love Christmas. So I had like a scavenger hunt and everything. And so anyway, um, we, he's at work and we were going to go to the gym together after he got off work. Well, I'm different because um, as far as my body goes, I require more cardio than obviously he does. So I went ahead and went to the gym to knock out some of my cardio. So when he and I went later, we didn't have to stay all day considering we had Maverick and or his son, sorry. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, I didn't want to uh, spend three hours there. Yeah. And it was day, so I had deep down, I had hope that he had something special planned. So yeah. I was like, I'm going to yeah. knock out for you. Yeah. He called me and was like, who are you at the gym with? I was like, myself, he has my location. I was like, I was just going to knock out my cardio. He's like, so I guess you don't want to go with me. Mm-hmm. I do. I was just going to do two gym sessions. Well, what if I wanted to do two gym sessions? Well, then we can't. I don't know. So I was like, where are you? And he's like five minutes down the road from me. And he was like, just come see me right now. And he was like, and bring me some tobacco and something. So I was like, okay. So I go to see him. He causes a scene in front of all his friends, tells me we're done. And like, it's like, you're such a liar, you're a cheater. I'm like, no, I'm not. And I'm like, mm-hmm. are you serious? Dustin, it's my birthday. He's like, I don't care. So I go home and cry and cry. He gets off work and he's like, let's go to the gym. So we go to the gym and my sister shows up and I'm like, what are you doing here? I thought you were working. She's like, I don't go until 11. And I was like, oh, okay. She's like, you're not coming. I said, no, I called out. Well, my family started catching on at this point. Mm -hmm. And she's like, we'll talk later. And I was like, okay. He's like, so what's that about? What does she know? And why is she not at work? Question me again. So I got defensive and I was like, I don't know. I barely know my own work schedule. I don't know hers. So he said, that's it. Get your stuff. We're leaving. So he got, grabbed my stuff, grabbed his son and we go outside. And that's the first time he put his hands on me out in public. Mm. And, um, he like slammed me against the car or whatever. And I'm like, and he's cussing at me. And I'm like, stop your son can hear everything he's like don't tell me how to talk in front of my son so he the son's sitting in the back like 
whimpering. He's five years old. So he keeps yelling at me and calling me names. So we come to a stop and I open the door to get out and he presses the gas as hard as he can. So I start to fall out my phone and something else is in my hand. And so then he grabs my arm and twists it and pulls me back, but leaves a hand mark on me and a bruise. So um, I'm at this point crying and I'm like, are you crazy? I could have like fallen out. He was like, I just saved your life. He was like, you're the crazy one trying to get out of a moving vehicle. I'm mm. like, what? So his son is crying back there now or whimpering. Yeah. And then he, I get back in the car and I'm like, I read your son's agenda and he needs pajamas for tomorrow. I was like, he needs Christmas pajamas. Can we go get some? Because we didn't get any from his mama's house. Mm-hmm. So we go to Walmart, try to act normal. He starts speeding. Like the miles is like 40 miles per hour. He starts speeding like 80, swerving. And I'm like, so I looked down. I was like, if you're going to kill me, kill me. But don't kill him. And he was like, yeah. why would you say that in front of my son? I was like, I don't know, Dustin. I'm just upset. and I'm just crying. So he's like, just stay in the car. So um comes back out, does not get this sweet child Christmas PJs. Of course, he's the oddball. I'm just like, oh, whatever. Black Panther. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we uh, we get home, and he doesn't say a word to me. He puts his son to bed, and then he just won't say anything to me. So I lay there and cried and cried and text my mom and was at this point, my mom I knew a good bit, and I was just like, I didn't even get any cake on my birthday. Mm, I know. <laughs> it's your whole day destroyed. Awful. So I wake up the next morning and I get the sun up and I get him up and I make him breakfast. And he, the sun has his own. I take him to school and then I come back and the sun has a little performance. So I go ahead and that's whenever I made Dustin breakfast, got him up. And I like did my hair and makeup that day. And he was like, still wasn't speaking to me. And finally he was like, you look beautiful. And I was like, so in my heart, I'm like, oh. so uh-huh. I'm like, and then like, he started opening up more and more and being a little bit better. So then we see the ex-wife and the, um, her mom there. So all of a sudden he's all over me, just all about how sweet mm-hmm. we are. And like, and his whole mood changed at that point. Yeah. So the next few days, uh, it was good. Mm-hmm. So finally I hadn't been to work the whole month of December. And that was stressing me out. Well, I show up to work because it's my holiday and there's no way I can call out on a holiday unless it's serious. So yeah. I was like, have to work. I'm not losing my job, but he won't, he didn't want me to work. So I yeah. go to work and everyone's like, what is going on? And I'm like, I, nothing. Like I'm just stressed and all this kind of stuff. So anyway, I wanted to talk to my, charge nurse about it but she wasn't working with me that night my favorite one so I was like so there was a random nurse behind me that now I've built a relationship with but I just casually mentioned it to her like have you ever been anything kind of crazy she was like yeah and so she shared her story with me she was currently going through a divorce and it was a very complicated like messy situation Mm -hmm. and there was and stuff so I was like okay like Things could, and, and I should have taken it the right way. Like, you know, if something's not going good, get out. But I think yeah. it's like, it could be worse. Uh, so I yeah. went home and I had stayed up that night as far as um, work goes. I worked on that scavenger hunt, came home, hid everything. So like Santa did it. The sun got up, was so excited. Everything was so good Christmas morning. So he and I, he stayed up with me all night too. And I thought he was just doing it to do it. No, it was because he wanted to text me all night and face yeah. on me all night. Yeah. It wasn't working. So we both crashed and took a nap and then went to his family's um, that afternoon or evening. And he took this picture of me and like he was telling me how beautiful I was that whole day. And I, he would not, he refused to send it to me. I love the picture, but I was looking at him and I had like my arms out like this smiling. Mm-hmm. And like, it was just the way the sun was hitting. I was like, mm-hmm. wow, like that. He was like, you can't have it. He was like, you're just going to post on social media so everyone will make you feel good. It's not good enough that it's my screensaver. And I was like, no. I was like, I just like it. Like, I'm looking it'd be nice you. to have, yeah. So um, 
anyway, which long story short, whenever we broke up, I made that my profile picture. I did that on purpose, but, um, Mm -hmm. so he, um, he, we took the, the son got picked up that day for Christmas, um, in the evening with his mom or whatever that Mm -hmm. afternoon. So Mm -hmm. our whole day was good. And then I had to go back to work that night. So that night I go to work. Things are still great. I get home. He has to work the next day. So I get home, give him a kiss on the forehead and get in bed. And I've laid my phone exactly a certain way with something on top of it. Cause I was like, mm-hmm. you're so good. I wonder if he's still going through my phone. Mm-hmm. So I haven't been asleep an hour and he just explodes. I wake up and I'm like, what's wrong? He's like, I'm not going to work. And um, he was like, when I get home, um, or oh, what did he say? I'm, no, he said, I am going to work. When I get home, all your stuff better be out. And he said, we were done. And I was like, what? So I'm like trying to wake up. I'm still been up. Yeah, you're still, yeah. I'm like, what? So he found videos from 2019. I mean, he had to have dug in my phone, but of me dancing with girls. And yes, it was probably not the most appropriate dancing. It's considered called twerking or whatever. But mm-hmm. I was in college. I was 21. Like, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Yeah. And I don't do that anymore. I do not go out. I don't even drink like that. And I, I don't even like slow dance, much less twerk. Like, I don't yeah. do it. Yeah. I, he went crazy. He was punching walls mm. like tearing the doors off the hinges. Mm. I was terrified. And I had even told my sisters uh, the day of my birthday how scared I was. But I was Mm -hmm. like, I don't know. So at this point, I hadn't spoken much to them. So that day, I was like, oh, my gosh, I've got to get out. They told me to get out. So Mm -hmm. um, anyway, I didn't know what to do. I panicked because my sisters lived three hours away. My Mm. mom was at work. So he started, that's whenever he started um, calling me names. And yes, I did slap him one time, but mm-hmm. he put his hands on me first. And he would just throw me and pick me up. And like, um, so he was slamming this door and I was like calming him down. And I was like, please calm down. We can talk about this. And that's whenever he punched me in the face. And so I like walked away and I was like, oh my gosh. So my eye was just like watering. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Instead of walking away, went back over there again. And so then he starts, he gets locks himself in the bathroom, but starts slamming the door. So I'm leaning on the door against it too. And I'm like, Dustin, calm down, please. And I'm crying. So mm-hmm. he grabs my arm and starts slamming it in the door. Wow. So I was like, so somehow we managed to make it outside on the deck. And he, uh, hangs me over the deck, strangling me with my back bent. And I'm trying to kick him in his no-no square. It's not working. Mm-hmm. So I'm like pushing him off and like, no, well, I didn't do it, but the only, cause he finally let go of me, but I was about to spit on him. Like I didn't know what to do mm-hmm. to like mm-hmm. defend myself. He's strong. He also had started yeah. steroids in um, December. So he already mm-hmm. had anger issues, but I think the steroids increased it. Mm-hmm. So, um, we, uh, he, he goes after he lets me up. He's like, I'm just going to lock the house on fire. So he starts walking towards the gasoline tank. So I call my best friend and we have not been speaking much since I started dating him, even though we live together because she didn't like him from that first encounter. Yeah, you knew. But he made me think she was jealous of our relationship. So I was like, why is she not happy for yeah. me? So anyway, we didn't speak much, but I finally called her and I was like, I need your help. I was like, I'm scared. And I was like, he's hurting me. So she left work to come get me. Well, I called her back and was like, no, 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 you don't have to come. She said, no, I'm coming. She was like, you're not staying in this. And if you want to go back, whatever. But right now I'm coming to get you. You're getting out. So he went and got the gasoline tank and I was like scared he was going to leave. I mean, light me on fire and, or the house. And all my stuff was there. And I, mm-hmm. and I have, I work for, I pay for yes. Like yes, my mom's a single mom, so I get it. So you know about working hard, yeah. It it and I know it's just materials, but sometimes wow. like that's what you have. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh my gosh! And um, he comes back. He doesn't have the gasoline tank. He's um, 
packing his stuff because he's going on a walk, grabs his gun and um, takes the dog. Mm. Mind you, I forgot to mention this, but anytime he got mad, October, November, September, he beats the dog in the face. If the dog pees or poops, he that's his discipline. If mm. the dog does something he doesn't like or something happens in his life, he takes mm. it on the dog. Mm. But I've, ne- I've always been scared of animals, so I just kind of let it slide. Yeah. And I know that sounds terrible, but I he was mean to the dog. And, I, and this is the thing for me, not to be an animal person, whenever he would do that, I would go pick up the dog and just rub oh. his snout and pet him. And like that's a big deal. A lot of people that know me know that. I don't want them to be injured, but I don't want them on me. Mm. So his back legs were broken, too, when we first met. And mm. he told me to off the Jeep. Finally, in November, he told me that he had thrown the dog so hard that he landed on his back legs and broke both femurs. So mm. the crazy part is my family asked me what was wrong with the dog's walk, and I caught myself lying to people. Yep. And like yep. I had self-reflection after that. I was like, I just lied to my family about mm-hmm. something that's disturbing. Yeah. So, um. So anyway, back to that day, uh, my friend comes and gets me. He goes on a walk and I scream and look for him and he's nowhere to be found. So my friend gets every single piece of thing that I have in that house, puts it in her car, in my car. And she said, let's go. And she's like, we're going to the hospital. So luckily, because I worked there, I kind of kept it under the radar and um, the best I could. And. I got a head scan, an arm scan. Nothing was broken. I just had a hematoma on my arm and then my um, a black eye. Yeah. And so I went home and they said, you're not coming to work tonight. They were like, you need to go home and rest and you need to, you need some time. So I was like, I cannot keep using my PTO. <laughs> like, this is eating me up. So no, after all this has gone on too, financially, I'm starting to get right. more. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah. And that's what he wanted. He always told me he hated how independent I was, but I watched my mama be so independent. That's mm-hmm. all I've ever known. Mm-hmm. So, um, so then I'm sitting at this table, exactly, talking to my friend, crying, getting home from the hospital. They gave me some medicine. They said, your adrenaline's up right now. You need to take this. It's going to help you relax and go to right, sleep. Because I hadn't been asleep all day since I had worked that night. All of a sudden, this door behind me was wide open, and I see a face, and it's him, and he's, like, beating on the door. And I'm like, oh, gosh. And so my friend looks at me, and she said, if you go out there, we're done. And I was like, you can't do that. And she's like, yes, I can. And I was mm-hmm. like, well, then you're not going to like what I'm choosing. So I went out there, and he was like, I had wrote him a letter before I left telling him I loved him. So he had the letter in his hand, and he was like, I came to tell you that I'm sorry and that I love you. And he said, but I just went through your car and why are, and pulls out the other hand, why are there papers of you being in the ER for assault? And I said, I didn't give them your name. They have to title it as something like they have to put it under something. Mm-hmm. And he was like, dang it, Elizabeth, I cannot trust you. Blah, blah, blah. And so I was like, I, I was I was hurt like I was like I didn't know what was wrong and he was like did Caitlin do this to you I said what he was like your face and I said you did this to me and he was like no I did not and I said you're delusional and so the crazy part is again I vouched for him I said maybe you were so mad you blacked out I said but you hit me Justin. he was like oh I can't live with myself. I can't. I'm so sorry. Like all this kind of stuff. He's like, I, I would never do that to you. I love you. So we keep going back and forth. So he grabs my phone to call someone and he goes and sees that I have Snapchat downloaded still. And, you know, that was something he made me delete, which like was fun. But he didn't want me to have it because he didn't want people telling me happy birthday and all that. He wanted me to delete Facebook and Instagram, too. But whenever I was laying in the hospital, I was bored. I wanted to see my thing. So I went and looked, and people had told me happy birthday. And I was like, thank you. Sorry, I'm six days, seven days late, but thank mm-hmm. you. Yeah. And, um. Anyway, uh, I had also reached out to someone to see if they were working, and I had them on Snapchat. So I told him, I was like, I just reached out to someone to see if they were working. He was like, no. He was like, you're cheating. And he was like, I'm leaving. So have a nice life. And 
So I start chasing him down the road. I know our neighbors are like, what's going on? I look crazy. He looks crazy. And uh, his cousin ends up coming and getting him. And the last thing I said to him, I was like, I just want you to know that I love you. And I was like, I'm not giving up. So I come back in here. He goes home and I cry and cry. And then I go to the gym the next morning and his mama calls me and she's like, what's going on? And so I go ahead and tell her, she's like, you're going to meet me right now. So we meet up and she said, did he do this to you? And I was like, yeah, but I was like, I think he blacked out. Like she was like, no, this is not okay. You need to leave. So his mom mm-hmm. and family's going to leave and I'm yeah. ignoring them. Yeah. So we go to his house, clean everything up and wait for him all day. And then I hide and he gets home and his mom's talking to him. And then finally she tells me to come around the corner and she's like, Elizabeth loves you and, or she wouldn't be here. And he was, she was like, you need to put whatever this is, this insecurity you have, you need to put it away. Cause she's not cheating. And he's like, well, she loves male attention. And she was like, well, she's beautiful. She's used to it. You, you're going to have to accept that if you're going to be with a, a pretty girl. And I was like, mm-hmm. not like that though. And I was like, I don't care about anyone's intention but yours. And I, But the thing is, he knew how bad I've always wanted to be a fitness influencer. Mm-hmm. That's why I care about social media. It's not mm-hmm. about how pretty I look. It's about learning, your, helping your business. Yeah. 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 So, and that's what I was known for. Like, I think every woman is beautiful in their own way. So beauty to yeah. me is, is stupid because half the time those pictures are edited with the real influencers. <laughs> Yeah. There's no way they look like that. And um, so then um, he forgives me. And that's crazy. He forgives me. And uh, so. You hear yourself saying that now, and you're like, <laughs> um, So we work it out a few more days, still have some arguing here and there. And then um, I don't, something happened again. He, he started digging into my past and. I had told him up front, like I dated every race and or talked to every race, like nothing like that's ever bothered me. And he just got so tore up. He wanted to know exactly how many black guys I'd been with. And I was like, what does it matter? And I was like, and he was telling me he'd been with a mixed girl before. I'm like, okay, that has no effect on me. I don't care if you've only dated, you know, black girls or Indians or whatever. I don't care. And uh, he's like, I'm like, that's your past. Like, Mm-hmm. It's almost from here on out, you're not cheating on me. Mm-hmm. And um, he was like uh, calling me a very ugly name. And mm-hmm. I was just like, I'm not doing this. So sun up to sundown, we argue all day. And at this point, um, oh, and I guess I kind of skipped over New Year's Eve. I got to see his family again and they all saw my face and they were like, what's wrong? His mom and I can't, I, begged her not to say nothing so we came up with that I, I fell I was one of those girls all so, the stories yeah so I fell and uh, and the crazy part is he still wasn't letting me wear makeup the makeup wouldn't cover the black eye no. and then I only had on black clothing like all my clothes like I was just in sweats every day so whenever we'd go to Walmart this one Walmart lady I I can't believe she was bold enough to do this, but she stopped us and she said, what happened to your eye? And looked at him and I said, uh, uh, and I could, nothing came out. And he said, he started laughing. He said, just a little mistake that won't happen again. And started walking like chuckling. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh my God, I'm with a psycho. So I calm, we go outside and I calm him down. And he's like, everybody in this town is going to think I'm a terrible person. I'm like, no, they're not. Like, they know I wouldn't stay with you if you did this on purpose. And so mm-hmm. he, I constantly had to comfort him about what he did to me. And mm-hmm. he would even send me texts saying, you deserve so much better, baby, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, I deserve you. Like, we're perfect. And so New Year's Eve came and I saw them. And that was a good night. But it was a few days later. I don't know. Things just random arguments. So that January 5th, I think is when it was, when we started the argument, January 6th is whenever it ended. And I finally, that day was like, I can't do this anymore. Cause um, I was dog sitting that whole week too. So he and I would just stay at that um, 
my doctor's house for a little bit and spend mm -hmm. some time together. And um, I was scared. I I couldn't go to sleep. I knew he was going to go through my phone. Um, that was the really the point. The whole first week of January is when I realized, like, I'm terrified of this man and I don't know what to mm -hmm. do. I don't know if you've ever seen Sleeping with the Enemy. Yeah. But I had watched that movie right before Dustin and I started dating, too. So all I could think about mm -hmm. was, he's going to kill me. Yeah. So, um, we, uh, which I mean, it's extreme, but well, yeah. I having these nightmares that were horrific and they were always him hurting me. But the mm -hmm. crazy part is I would wake up or, or it would be a dog because I'm scared of dogs, but it would be uh, him hurting a dog and me going to comfort it and the dog snapping at me. Oh. So I would wake up in my sleep and have like be screaming or be shaking and he would be there holding me in my ear, telling me it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. So like his voice into my dream was making it worse, but yeah. I would wake up and I'm like, so I'll be like, what are you doing? He's like, you're having one of your nightmares. And I never had dreams like this. Mm. And I'm just like sweating too. So mm -hmm. he's like, are you okay? And I said, I'm just stressed out, Dustin. That's all. So he was like, let me ease the stress and blah, blah, I'm trying to be all. So, um, Anyway, January 6th was the day um, I finally got the courage to leave. And um, I started just noticing more and more things that were fishy, like the bills get paid at the beginning of the month, but somehow the internet bill went out in the middle of the month. Um, and so I had no service at his house. So days he was working or doing something, I couldn't text, couldn't be on mm -hmm. social media. Mm -hmm. So my mom and I were communicating, but it was very vague. And I told my family and everyone, I was like, you've got to leave me alone. But my mom and I would have like secret type of talk, like, Hey, just like, you know, today I'm okay. I'm still alive. Yeah. And um, my best friend was not speaking to me after that day. That was hard. Mm -hmm. That was so hard. And, um, and I get it. I, now that yeah. I opened my eyes, I get it. But at first I was like, wow, like she doesn't care if I die. Like she's more worried yeah. about me leaving him. Yeah. And so um, I, that morning, uh, while we're still arguing, I said, you know what, Dustin, I'd love you. And I always will. And I was like, you, you'll always hold a special place in my heart. And I was like, but I can't do this anymore. And I'm like sobbing. And he's like, well, then just leave me. And I was like, that's what I'm going to do. I've been slowly packing my things. And so every day leading up in January, he would do something. I would just slowly pack, pack something where he wouldn't see it. And that's yeah. what my charge nurse that I did get to talk to finally in private told me. She's like, I don't expect you to leave tomorrow, but she said, slowly pack your things. And when you're ready, that was get a smart on. thing to tell you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she had been through something before. Yeah. So, um, so I, I went, I left and he called me and was like, you forgot your scrunchies and you forgot this. And I was like, I don't care. Keep it, sell it. I don't care. So he loved bought me with a lot of gifts too. He bought me beats. He bought me, I don't remember there was clothing, certain things. Mm -hmm. I left it all on this table. I was like, yeah. I don't want it. Like the, I did keep the necklace, but um, which I finally took off last week. That was the biggest step. I finally yeah. took that thing off. But yeah. um, so I left and uh, called my mom and started crying. She was like, "What's wrong? Are you okay?" And I said, "I left, mom. I, I did it this time." So um, I go home and just have the best like day that I can. I still go to the gym. I still try to, and the, everyone at the gym wasn't stupid. They knew cause I've always mm -hmm. been bubbly. But when I started dating him, I wasn't even allowed to speak to the mm -hmm. females. Mm -hmm. Nothing. And I couldn't wear my sports bras anymore. Any that I had to be fully dressed. So yeah. there's something's off in my face. Yeah. And so yeah. um, as soon as I told them that we had just broken up, cause I went there, they went ahead and banned his account. And like they had my back, okay. and so good. Um, I uh, finally just had the best day that I could. And then that night, I came home, and my my friend has this like real big king size bed, so she was on completely one end. But I went and climbed in bed with her. I scared her to death because she didn't know I was there till that morning. She turns over and she like screams. She's like, "What are you doing?" And I was like, "I left." She was like, "Did you really?" And I was like. I promise I left. And she was like, okay. And she just rolled back over and went to sleep. And then finally, before she went to work, she was like, 
I think we need to talk. And I was like, I think so too. She's like, well, let's find some time this week when we're both not doing anything. So I was like, okay. So it kind of gave me some relief, but I also still had yeah. a little anger built up in me because yeah. I was like, she cut me off. Mm -hmm. so, and a lot of people cut me off and I get it now. But yeah, well, they, they knew there was nothing they could do to change where you were going because we think we know we've got it. Yeah. We're okay. It's okay. And It'll get better. And I always and thought I could fix it. I could fix it. You know, yeah. there's too many good things, you know, for the bad things, but there was way more bad things. Way, <laughs> you know? more. way more bad but things. Yep. You're blinded. Yeah. And I had kids involved. So I kept thinking, I got to stay for the kids. I got to make it work. Oh, I got to make it work. Um, I'm a pastor's yeah. daughter. Couldn't be the first divorce in the family. You know, yeah. it was a lot of things to go through before I finally took that step also to get out, you know? Yeah. And I'm on birth control, but uh, he yeah. made me take pregnancy tests and wanted me to have kids so bad. When I would cry and be emotional, he's like, you're just extra emotional this week. I think you're pregnant. But it was like he yeah. wanted me to get pregnant so bad. So I would be like stuck. But yeah, my friend yeah. did say that to me. She was like, it's not that I don't love you or want the best for you. She said, but when you sit there and are watching someone destroy you, she's like, you don't yeah. want to be a part of it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I get now. And it so, had to be your decision to get out of it. Not theirs. Yes. It had to be yours. Yes. And I've learned that too. You feel stronger now. I mean, I know it's going to take time, but do you feel like um, you closed that chapter that you're not going to go back? Oh, definitely. Um, so I will be honest that night, the next day I did go back that very last time, January 6th, but it wasn't a go back like in, as in we're going to get back together. It was a go back as in I need closure. Yeah. And he was calling me and crying. His mom was yeah. texting me. So he, I just met up with his sister. His sister was like, I know what's going on now. And I want you to know, like, you're always going to be family to us, like, but you've got to get out. So I go back and I bring him his stuff and I'm like, look, I hate how he ended. I said, I will always love you and care about you. But I was like, Dustin, you're literally destroying me. And he's been drinking all day. He smells terrible. Definitely no shower. He's trying to kiss me. And I'm just like, get off of me. Like I mm -hmm. you're sweaty. And he's like crying is like, I love you. So I didn't tell him this, but his ex-wife had reached out to me that day before and we met up and talked and she told me a lot of things that mm -hmm. I had no idea. And mm -hmm. I was like, are you serious? And that's also how I found out how the other ex and him and yeah. ended two years prior. Yeah. So yeah. I go back and long story short, I had a gut feeling he was going to go through my phone. So I locked it in my, um, in my car in the lockbox. And um, so I had no phone and I didn't want him to go through it and see mine and his ex's messages. That's yeah. all it was. Yeah. But uh, after an hour of him apologizing and trying to get back with me, I was just sitting there and I, I could feel it where I was just done. Like I just had the arms crossed and I was not having any sympathy. I was like, you are the liar. You're the cheater. Like it all makes sense. Yeah. And so some uh, something just switched in him and he was like, I'll never forget. I'll, I'll always tell people it was in his eyes. That's when I knew I was not safe. Mm -hmm. But when we go back outside, he starts videoing me on his phone and he's just hurting me and then strangling me. And then we'll start recording again once he lets go of me. And he's like, give me your phone. Give me your phone. I'm like, no. And he's like, tell the world how you're a liar, you're a cheater, and inward lover and all this. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, what? So I was like, just let me leave. He wouldn't let me go. So finally I stole, I was able after hours, I was screaming for help too. And he's like laughing. He's like, you know, we have no neighbors. No one's going to hear you. So I remember him strangling me and looking up at this, like the sky. And I was like, I was like, this is it. Like nobody knows I'm out here. I didn't tell anyone that I was going back. And now like, I'm going to die because I'm stupid. Yeah. So I finally, um, find a way to get his phone and I call 911 and he's like who are you calling I was like your mom and they asked immediately for the address I tell them the address and then they're like help is on the way and he's like who are you really talking to and he starts backing out of the car and he's like you can leave I've been telling you to leave I don't want you mm -hmm. and he's like I won't love you and 
I'm like, what? So I sprint to my car, I crank it, and then he starts trying to bash in the windshield, starts throwing rocks. And somehow I zoom, and his driveway is terrible. I destroyed that car. But I zoomed out, and there's a certain road I went down on the phone with the police, and I refused to go down that road. I still won't go down it. But yeah, um, they met up with me, and he ended up fighting the police, and I haven't seen him since except for one time in court. But it was it was really, really hard. But that's when I knew, like, it doesn't matter what I say or do. He doesn't love me. He, he yeah. meant that. And yeah. I meant that I love you, but now I realize that wasn't love. Right, exactly. I had to do a lot of self, like, research. I do see a therapist, but I started researching trauma bonds and narcissists and all that, and, like, I realized that, like, everything, there like you said yourself, there's Mm -hmm. a lot of good, but there's a lot more bad. More bad, yeah. And I realized, like, you know, everything that I, that was so good, I created, like, he mm-hmm. his specialness yep. was because of me right. and that has taken me some months to learn and there are still days I still worry about him a little bit and think yeah. about him yeah but there's a lot of days where I'm like you know what I didn't deserve now is that. he is he in jail or out he's in, he's jail. in jail he okay. got out um so before um all that had happened he was telling me he was like I think I have um, bipolar disorder and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. I'm like, well, let's go see a doctor. Let's yeah. go see a therapist. And he's like, yeah. only if you go with me. So I'd set up all these appointments and he wouldn't go. Yeah. So um, that's another reason why I was like, okay, I realized you can't help someone unless they want the help. Right. Right. So that night that I stole his phone to call the police, I sent myself all those videos of him hurting me. And then I only posted the video recordings. I didn't feel like it was appropriate to post anything else. Right. But um, I also found videos of him talking to himself, like multi-personalities, something like that, schizophrenic. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But mm-hmm. um, there were videos of him talking about me, how much he loved me. But then another voice would be like, uh, it was his voice, but they'd be like, all women yeah, are the same. All different. Yeah. Yeah. So it's mm-hmm. that scared me too. But he got out the first week. And then because I had made charges press charges from the night, the day I went to the hospital, I was able to go back and press those charges. So for any okay. woman out there, even if you don't want to press the charges, at least make the report because one day you may want to go back and press those. Yes. I will so important. So important. Yeah. So because of that, he got two aggravated assault charges and two separate accounts where he hurt me. And so it's not like it was the same thing. It's not like mm-hmm. I was just trying to get extra stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, he got put back in jail. But whenever he was out, he was already dating another girl or trying to date this girl. And she ended Mm -hmm. up reaching out to me and called the police on him, too, because he was going Mm. crazy. Mm. And so we've had court. And the Friday before my competition last week or two weeks ago, he was indicted. So our case is going to move forward and he'll have to stay in jail throughout our entire trial. And it all depends on if he pleads guilty or not guilty. But right now they're getting like the jury together right, and right, getting everything together. So it's been a process. I swear. I feel like I've been to court at least once every other week or once. Mm-hmm. I mean, I live at that courthouse. I never thought I would yeah. be. In no, that, this that. isn't the life that you thought you'd be living. Yeah. No. And I hate mm-hmm. to say, I do not mean this in a disrespectful way, but it almost made me feel trashy at one point. Like I was like, why am I like getting well known at this courthouse mm-hmm. in front of these judges? Like I, this is not my lifestyle, yeah. but I realized like there's yeah. so much more than just like being right. in trouble with the law. Right. But right. Um, so I, it's been hard though seeing his family there too because they no, obviously sure. can't speak to me, won't speak to me. I'm right. sure they're taking his side. Well, but I, the day that I left, his mom texted me, and after I like the day that she knew that I had called the police, I called her immediately and told her. Yeah. I said, "I'm sorry, but I was going to die." She texted me that day and was like, "And I still have the text. I it's hard to let go of that." But she said. Yeah. I just want you to know, I told you to do what's best for you, baby girl. And I'll always love you. And I feel like she really did mean that. But at the end of the day, right. that's her son. So I, I get it. I really do feel like I built a relationship with that family. And that's part of what has ate me alive. And his son, too. So we'll see his son once a week. Do you? Him and his, his ex and I have become really good friends. And uh-huh. we have bonded off of. Yeah. She never had that's the so far. Yeah. 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 She went through. More than I did because she's dated him since high school. 
Yeah. So, well, we are getting close to time, so I don't sorry. want to have to cut off and not be able to end. But, um, but I appreciate you taking the time to share this because there are people out there like us that just keep excusing it, keep hanging on that it's going to be okay. Thank you for joining my podcast today. We all have a story to share. Each story has purpose and makes an impact to you, the listener, creating a journey with passion and purpose. The journey we're taking is the journey within you. Please share with others and subscribe below.